Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is the Some Sort of Gaming Podcast. Today is December 20th, 2020. My God, we only got, we possibly only have one more show left after this for the rest of the year. But, man, CDPR is going through some rough patches this past week. And we're going to be talking a lot about that. And we're going to share what we what we think about it and how 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 we see our own reputation for them yeah anyways um but before we get all started lady infamous what's going on with you hmm. uh it was pretty cool this week it was pretty cool this week um i played some killer instinct i was playing as orchid and the thing is that i always not i'm not the best at orchid so I always try to practice with her as much as I can. So my when I do the endless endless rounds, uh, my my record is twenty one. So I try to accomplish that. I did not. I think I stopped. I think they got me at like fifteen or some shit like that. I was like, I wasn't focused. I was not focused. Do you mean you're just trying to like one up yourself every time? Essentially, you try to get like further. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. So, uh, I know when I hit that 21, I was on one. So I know that this getting 21, trying to get like 22 matches in. Oh man, that's, that's not easy. So especially when you play like certain players twice and do they reset your health in between? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. They had to, they have to completely knock me out the round, you know? Um, like you mean both, like both bars of health? Or it's yeah. not just like one knockdown. It's like basically, essentially, you're playing a single round you against KO, the character. Till you KO. Till they yeah, KO yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So I did some of that. Um, I tried the, I think, season six of Modern Warfare, which they have Rebirth Island, quote, unquote, a.k.a. Alcatraz. Uh, kind of disappointed on that. Uh. I just thought it was going to, I guess because the map is small that you could be able to respawn. So maybe if I get into it a little bit, maybe I enjoy it, but it, the map is really small and you get to respawn. And then until like maybe the last couple of minutes of the game, then they lock, lock it down and you won't be able to respawn no more. Um, but it's interesting how it's like 150 people. Just wait, so I got a question. So is it, is it a specific game type that's like, you can only play one game mode when you play this, the Alcatraz mode? Oh, no, the Alcatraz mode, like, for example, you you can get it, you can play it through a war zone, and you can play the season event through war zone, but because that's where the game's at, you know, it's not on multiplayer or campaign or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you mean season event? Is it just like... Periodically, is it like that zombies was well, not it zombies, only appears thing? like appears yeah. for a certain amount of time. I think yeah. it's like two weeks or something. But is but, it just a level? No, it's just an event. It's just Alcatraz as an event. Like they did zombies for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was asking. Okay, so it's like it's like that Halloween mode that they did. What's yeah. particular about it? Then it's just is it just the map itself, or is there anything they changed about like how you play it? Uh, like what is it about it? They got Black Ops uh, Cold War weapons in there. But you know it don't it doesn't matter to me. I can adjust. Um, isn't like isn't Warzone technically kind of? I don't know. Did Black Ops Cold War kind of? I don't know. I assume that Warzone is 
basically going to continue to move forward regardless of which iteration of Call of Duty it is. And it's not like a oh, war zone is associated with modern warfare. It could be associated with Black Ops T.O.O., not to the number. But um, so like they literally. So I guess can you just describe exactly what you do in this mode. Okay, so you drop down, right? And you're in teams of three, right? And it's it, it starts off as a simple battle royale mode, teams of three. You know, there are some weapons. You do the same shit that you do in regular Warzone, but the thing that is different is we're not playing in that big-ass map. We're playing in a real small map. So... So it still has, like, the gas thing? It still has game? gas. It's like, still, it closes in, really? Yes, yes it do. Yes, it do. And so you does the match last like ten minutes? Then or the something? matches like, are short. The matches are oh, okay. short compared yeah. to the bigger one, the bigger maps. And gotcha. uh, if you die, say like I went there, I died real quick, and you are in a respawn period, like thirty seconds. So you can respawn if you have someone, at least one person on your team, still alive. If that person's still alive, you can respawn within the 30 second period. After that, they'll spawn you right back down and you start all over again at a certain point in time of the game that it closes the re the, the respawn cycle. So if you die, you die. You got to have 4,000, I mean, 4,500 revive you or whatnot. But after Do that you drop down. Yeah, we drop down. On a rebirth, oh, yes, Jesus. we drop right back down. Oh, so it can't be a hundred percent indoor then? No, it cannot. The whole island is part of like the map. Yes, there's okay. like outside areas of the map as well as buildings. But is it to okay. scale? No, if you talking about Alcatraz, no. Yeah, like no. real life Alcatraz no. too. No, it's not. Have you been to Alcatraz? Oh, I haven't been to Alcatraz since I was a kid, but I did go once. You know, like when you go on school field trips in San Francisco, you got to go to the museum and you got to go to Alcatraz. I mean, yeah. So um, other than that, I dibble dabbled in Cold War. You know, that's what I do. Call of Duty is my shit. But the main thing I've been playing was Cyberpunk 2077. It's a buggy mess. But the world, I love the world from Cyberpunk. I think despite the bugs and all, I really enjoy the atmosphere. I can like ride my bike somewhere and just say, okay, let me go get something to eat. Or, and then you can just walk and you can hear people's conversations and stuff like that. I love how futuristic it is. Oh my God. I love that shit. I do. Um, Xbox told me if you want a refund, you can get it if you want to. It don't matter how long you play, but I, 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 I really enjoy this game. Um, what else did I play? I don't think I played anything else. I'm slacking on my Mac in. I be, I play Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how Isn't that like the first it? game you got on your Switch? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember. You know, that tutorial island, that first island you, you go to, then you figure out what kind of moves you got. For the for the dungeons, and then you finally get your hang glider and get the fuck up out of there, and you go to the first village. I'm right there. <laughs> I'm right there. I I put in. How do you feel about it so far? I need to get back into it. I need to like maybe I'll stream it this week, but I well, really need. Here's a question: What when you play it, is there something that like you know? Obviously, when you play Cyberpunk, it 
seems like that's kind of sort of drawing you in to play it longer. Yeah. Do you feel like the Legend of Zelda is missing something to kind of draw you in? Like, are you, do you feel like you're kind of forcing yourself to play it? A little bit. Because hmm. a little bit. Cause I'm like, I'm sitting here chilling at home and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at my switch. I'm like, damn lady, you really wanted that Nintendo switch and you haven't touched it in months. I in months so I just picked it up and I said let me just look what I got and so I was like Legend of Zelda I was like girl you ain't touched that shit at all girl don't do you like that so I just tried it so I'm just I'm pacing myself if I'm really really bored and I don't want to get up out of bed I'll just go grab the Nintendo Switch and go back to bed and just play you know but uh, other than that that's all I've been playing this week been watching a lot of Disney Plus I'm hooked. I'm hooked. So we, that's a whole nother conversation. With Game Pass. No, Disney Plus. Oh, no. Yeah, they got me on a three, the free 30 days. They got me on that. They they got me. I, I watched. I was like, I'm going to watch everything in 30 days. And then I couldn't watch everything in 30 days. So right now I'm on the. It's only $4.99 a month, right? I think it's, it's six. Not crazy. I think it's six it's for me. It's go up. I think it's six for me. Gotcha. Um, so a lot of Star Wars. Oh, this week. So. Man, they just announced a lot of things for Star Wars, too. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. Um, but that's all I've been doing this week. What about you? What about y'all? I mean, I could go next. Um, I actually held pretty well to, I think, the games that I listed last week that I said I was going to try, which I almost never do. Um, but I started off playing. Um, they had like the open beta for Blanco's Block Party. Uh, do you guys know what that one is? No. Explain. No. I mean, it's, it's just not a ton to explain. Just kind of imagine same sort of style as Fall Guys, except for it's not Battle Royale. It's just kind of like everybody gets their little character and they'll have like races or they'll have like um, actually it's most it's races or you can like they'll have some shooting sort of events and stuff like that. I guess a good way to think about it is maybe um, Pops. It kind of reminds me of Pops. Because I guess like the sort of draw to this game is that um, you can get all these. It's kind of what I expected from Fall Guys. Like you you can sort of buy and add on a bunch of skins to your character to kind of customize them. And it's not like Fall Guy because Fall Guys are all free and built in. But this one, you actually have to buy them. And that's kind of what I expected Fall Guys to do eventually. They haven't yet, though, as far as I know. But um, you, you get your little pop style character. You dress them up, class them up however you want to. And then. Yeah, like I said, ran, you can go through and play maps where there's races, there's there's shooting. Um, I think that's the only two that I played. It's still open beta, so I don't know if they're going to expand it out further than that. Um, two two game types, I'm saying, not like two maps or anything. There was a ton of maps, but um, but yeah, it was just kind of like again, there's an open beta, beta, and there was a while ago, I think a couple weeks back, where I saw like a bunch of streamers just playing it, and I had no idea what it like what it was and i saw it i was like oh yeah i'll try that um and there's some kind of blockchain component to it too which i have not figured out what that was but also didn't look into it i just heard it and was like what is it really um i don't know if it's a crypto thing but it's more it, they definitely mentioned like blockchain and i think that's where it kind of the name of the game might have come from too um <laughs> but that one was cool i'll play some more of that but it seems like one of those games where uh I don't know. Like for me personally, there's it's it kind of doesn't have enough range for me to be like, oh, I want to keep playing this long term. That's not what it feels like right now. Anyways, um, 
Do you see growth in it? Do I see what? Growth. Like, do you do you mean do I see them being able to grow it into something bigger? Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I feel like honestly, when I played the game, it feels more like they're banking on the idea of being able to custom customize your character than they are on the idea of having like really cool, interesting gameplay. Cause it's kind of like, um, like for example, the shooting mechanics are like, okay. They're not like that great. Uh, the races is, I mean, they could, you can get on like speed boosters and stuff like that to make your character run faster. And there's a sprint that you can like enable as a, ability and stuff like that but it's other than that it still kind of feels slow in most cases um you know what honestly what i would say is might be a good comparison not if you think is not in the sense of if you think about like uh is this game exactly like that game but kind of in the concept where i said like they're not putting enough i don't think they're putting enough emphasis on like the gameplay part i think in a way little big planet was kind of the same way where like there was a bunch of this game is the same where you can create levels and people can play them. But in terms of what you did from level to level, unless somebody got really creative with like the the um, level creator or something like that, it was kind of you still were mostly like running, jumping, like climbing or grabbing onto things and stuff like that. And it's nice to see like the levels, like how cool, you know, what kind of cool concepts people can come up with and execute in the game. But. I don't know. At some point, I think it's probably not going to find that big of an audience because, again, the gameplay itself is just kind of basic. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. It depends on how if they decide that they need to make the game. I don't know, little make the game play itself a little bit more interesting, but I don't see them growing just based off the idea of having cool skins, if that's what you mean. Um, but I played that for a little while. It was cool. Uh, and I played uh, there was a kind of a play test for this game called scavengers, which seems like it's kind of a survival um, survival against the elements, like in a snow level, kind of along the lines of like Darwin project, but you actually have like guns and you're shooting some kind of, I don't even remember if it was robots or monsters or something. I literally played this game for maybe 10 minutes before I saw like a, a little uh, bit of text on the top of the screen that says, please do not stream this. <laughs> and I was like in the middle of streaming it. So I'm like, Oh, well I can't play that. And then stopped and just didn't get back to it. So, I mean, I can't really say much positive or negative about that one, or even really give that much insight into the game. I just really navigated to this one building. I think I killed one thing, got some health and then noticed that sign. So it was like, I barely got a chance to say anything uh, to do anything. So I probably don't have much to say about it, but um, then the majority of what I played was, uh, Need for Speed Heat. I actually took a couple of days where I went through and played a bunch of that and like Sharpie, you joined in on one of them and Lady Infamous tried, but I think you had technical issues. Man, I couldn't get in the game to save my life, man. Yeah. I can't, I, I, can't, I have not won one race in there, man. Whatever. Oh, you've actually played it since then? Of course I have. I tried oh, I to, know. I played. You got, you got legit internet now. You might just download and be like, eh, I don't feel like it. Oh my God, I'm surprised. <laughs> Cause you were streaming and and wait you you wait you you had an internet upgrade I don't know okay this would happen right I was on on Chi stream and it was like he was like well hey lady if you want to play you can always get you know download the game and play I'm like man you know what let me check my internet I'll probably play this shit tomorrow or two days from now but that shit said twenty five minutes I'm like what 
no. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of weeks back, like I think he was asking, I don't maybe he just didn't realize it. Um, a couple of weeks back, or maybe it was sometime in the last month, Lady Infamous like upgraded her her internet service. My download, my download is fire. Not my upload. Yeah. That's a different story. That's, happens, that's a different story. <laughs> that's what happens. That's um, a, I'm I'm speed testing all the time. Go ahead, continue. But yeah, so now like you know the downloads are a bit faster, but that was a lot of fun. Actually, a lot of people showed up in like my stream and were jumping in and wanted to play and stuff like that. I think because they had a lot of experience, they a lot of them just wanted to show off their cars because there actually seems to be a lot of um a lot of available customization options for your cars in that one. Maybe not so much on the performance side. There's some on the performance side. It's not as actually robust as I thought it was going to be. doesn't seem like you can tweak this or tweak that. Not that I would know what the hell I was doing if I tried, but I thought they would kind of get a little bit more in depth with being able to tweak your cars. But, you know, you could buy like this pro clutch kit or this pro or racing tires or this. Like It's kind of like basic stuff um, that you can see on a meter what it does to your car in terms of like basically if you see green on your meter it got better if you see red it got worse if you don't see anything it didn't change but um but yeah people were showing up wanted to show off their cars um and then like we just did some races and i was you know just just kind of slowly crawling around in my little bmw e30 while everybody was in their fancy hyper cars with like crazy paint jobs just flying by me um i think trying to just give me some uh trying to boost help me boost my reps so that I can like unlock newer cars and basically get better at the game, which, you know, I appreciate, but you know, it's still nice to be, it'd be nice to be able to race against people. I felt like I had a chance against, so, but we'll, I'll get to that point at some point. I'm gonna keep playing it. It was a lot of fun. Um, then the last game I played was, uh, the pathless, which was like, we all saw the trailer for that. Um, I want to say, was it at the, was it at the PlayStation event? The, the PS5 event, like a bunch of months, a couple months back. We saw it even before remember? that, too. What, we saw it before that, too. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember seeing it before that, but, yeah, you know, terrible memory anyway. um, But yeah, played played that one like it had been. I was super excited when I saw the trailer for it. And it seemed like as I kind of listened to other people who had um been watching the event or whatever event we were watching, they didn't seem super excited about it. It was more so like, eh, we'll see. Um, I felt kind of felt like I must have been seeing something they weren't seeing, but um, I never I saw the day it came out and then kind of forgot about it. And then Epic just had like a sale where you could get like ten dollars off, like whatever games you buy. It's actually probably still going on now. So I went and bought a couple of games and saw this. And every once in a while, I just have that like I'm just compelled to just start whatever game I look. I'm like I want to start that right now. Not necessarily because I'm super amped. It's just like I want something to play and whatever looks like interesting in that second i'm like i'm just gonna do it and i'm actually having like a lot of fun with that one um it's actually uh a little bit more basic than i thought it was in terms of controls and like what you can do with it because essentially there's all these sort of um objects uh, litter around the map that if you shoot them with your arrow it gives you like a burst of speed it fills up your sort of stamina meter and gives you a burst of speed so the way you kind of quickly navigate around the level is to chain together shooting these objects so that you can kind of like as you're um as you're dashing and like your meters running down you could be shooting another one so that you get another boost and it refills your dash and stuff like that 
Um, and there's a double jump and there's some things like you can grab on to ropes and it'll pull you up to the top of building and stuff like that. But realist. Oh yeah. And there's like, you can get your bird that you have. If you jump on and jump up and double it, sorry, if you double jump, you'll grab onto your bird. And then if you press jump again, he'll do like a flap to kind of push you back basically to give you more height to like elevate you. Um, so you can get to higher places. But other than that, there's like nothing really to the movement in the game. You never fight any enemies except for bosses, which I'm not mad at. Um, but I can see how some people might want a little bit more action than just that. Uh, and then there's like a lot of, you know, I'm going to air quote this and say puzzles. There's some things that are a little bit more like puzzles where you have to shoot this object and then like, move this object from here to here and then shoot this other object to move. That part is kind of like puzzly, but some of it is just like literally just line up some, some uh, line up some objects and shoot through them and then you'll get the thing you need. Um, so it's kind of half puzzly, half not, but that's kind of all there is to the game really. It's just like you solve a bunch of puzzles to get these items that'll basically deact. Well, it'll change a tower. There's a bunch of towers in each section that when you get to the top of them, you basically can turn them from darkness to light because the whole world is kind of taken over by darkness. When you turn all the towers to light, it'll kind of like expose the boss of the area essentially. And then you go fight them. So the entire game essentially is like going around, finding all these objects and finding like diamonds, little diamonds that when you collect enough, your bird can flap one more time. So I can like, you know, elevate myself and my bird up to five times at this point. Um, but like you do that and then you fight a boss and then they say, OK, I'm going to unlock the next boss. And then you go to that section and kind of do the same thing. So, again, relatively basic in terms of gameplay, but I, I just love the style of it. Like I love the design of the character, like even the design of the world. It's a little bit empty. There's some animals running around. But other than that, it's just you, the animals and the boss um, that are in any given section. But again, it's just I love the art direction of it and the art style of it. Certain things like kind of wow me, like the boss until you fight him, um, always has this kind of it almost looks like his fire explosion just constantly around them. And if you get too close to it, it starts to try to pull you in. And when you just see like how big that freaking cloud of fire is, like as it's coming towards you, it actually is like big enough to where like. You know, my whole the thing I've mentioned before, the whole megalophobia thing starts to kick in where I'm like, that's way too big. And I'm starting to feel a way about it. Um, but so that part's cool. The bosses all look really cool, particularly when, like I said, if that thing tries to suck you in, if you get sucked in, you have to basically you lose your bird and he'll your bird will be sitting there crying out for you somewhere on the level. And they'll show you visually with like a little icon to say, OK, this is where the bird's screaming from. But at the same time, the boss is walking around with sort of like this cone of flashlight vision where if you if you move while you're in it, then he'll see you and you get like essentially air quote, he'll, he'll catch you and he'll knock you out of it and you'll lose a bunch of diamonds or whatever. So there's this little kind of stealth thing that always happens whenever you get caught by the boss. But um, again, I'm having like a lot of fun with it. It seems like I'm probably about halfway done with the game. I think because I've beaten two bosses and there's a big boss and he kind of sets out, he kind of possesses and sort of releases three monster bosses and I'll beat two of them. So I'm assuming there's one more 
and then what's the big your boss. so what's I your plan are you a warlock titan or how i like it a lot um i'd recommend it to people just as long as you have the expectation or you not you don't have the expectation that it's going to be just like a ton of action i would i would kind of probably put it along the same lines as um oh. uh, this is like the worst game for me i always blank out shadow of the colossus that's what i was trying to think um because you know shadow of colossus has no fighting in between really you just navigate your way to bosses and then the boss fights can, can be pretty epic and then it's like okay on to the next one that's kind of what you get except for with more puzzles so but yeah it's a great game for me i love it and like i said i'd recommend it to people but that was that was kind of it for me um what about you zeldrick what you been up to uh i um I played uh, Destiny 2 and I played Cyberpunk this week. Um, Destiny 2... Real quick question for you. Destiny 2, do you see a noticeable improvement since you've gotten your new GPU? Um, No. And okay. I, that's because my 1080 Ti was already like... It was... Playing it, it all like maxed out? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Like... I didn't... Holy shit. That was like two different things at once. I'm sorry. Um, my uh, I guess my class is uh, um, a hunter. Holy shit. Um, it's a hunter. And then um, uh, I like to play as a solar hunter. Um, I always have since Destiny 1. Like any of the other ones, uh, um, Ark or Void, like actually... Yeah, Ark or Void, I was like, I, it just doesn't feel as fun as like being able to throw knives or to like pull out golden gun and just cap a few instantly and just be done with it. Um, but uh, I beat the Beyond Light story and the uh, the stasis stuff is, it's it's fun. It's kind of fun. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll like, I'll play around with it more, but not sure if I'm going to like it any more than just a, a solar hunter. Um, and uh, there really isn't much else to say about Destiny 2 because it's kind of the same thing. I'm getting back into it as like trying to figure out like the things that I need to do. Like just trying to see about downing some quests that I need to do or the exotics and stuff like that. Um, try to jump into PvP. And I immediately fucking sucked at it. Uh, and then I uh, then I thought, OK, well, what if I just went back to use my trusty old uh, Mida multi tool that I used in the past before? And that's like the only gun I ever used in PvP because I was good with it. And sure enough, like I started getting kills again. And so. um, And then. uh and then I had a discussion with uh, Discord that I'm in about like like what guns I should be going for and stuff. And when they listed a few, I mentioned that like I have one of the guns that are on the list, and um, and that the one that I have on there called Cold Denial. Um, I said that like I think I have a good role on it. I'm not sure. And somebody responded with like it, it's that it was funny that I mentioned that sort of thing because destiny doesn't tell you about the meta of what good shit is in the game and this is where the game falls apart 
it's when after you beat the story and then you're looking for like what the good guns are and you put in that research that sort of thing is not like the bad part because in mmos in general you already do that sort of research like what's your best in slot with stuff what is the troubling part is the three layers of randomization that you can get out of it and the first layer of randomization is i got a uh legendary okay is that legendary the gun that i want no okay and then you try to get another one like that sort of thing is easy to get but then you were like okay do i is this the gun that i want okay it is does it have the traits that i need to make it a good roll no okay now i have to trash it and now try to get that gun again and so it's 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 shitty like it this is where like like i said it's where it falls apart and where like the user experience just gets dragged down um and uh I tried to compare this with like my time with Final Fantasy 14 and the most that I could compare it with is that um, because I I fought Emerald Weapon EX this week and anytime that you're you're fighting the latest uh, high end duty trial, um, people are going after that immediately one for the mount. But the other thing is that it's an easy way to raise your item level because that's the one of the top tier uh, weapons for that patch. Um, and when uh, you beat the boss, a chest drops, it always drops. So that's like it, you always get a, get a weapon out of it. But your one randomization is which weapon is it? And if it's not yours and it's like, OK, that's whatever, I'll roll it, I'll do it again. But if you count it this way, you get a drop every time. OK, what now it's what is the weapon? And then you look at the weapon and it's like, does this weapon have the stats that I need on it? And that's where it's fucked up, because then your expectations of you're almost there at getting the good weapon. And when it's not, you're like, fuck, now I got to trash this. This weapon's useless for to me now. So um, all of this is like for anybody else that plays destiny 2 and like you're fine with like doing the casual grind of like here let me just do a few of my weeklies and then kind of be done with it then i mean more power to you because the game can be fun but then like if your point is to like you know try to be good at the raid or if you're trying to get a good role for pvp then that ends up being a lot of time grinding for something with I say three tiers of randomization that you have to go through to see if you got the good one. So, um, so that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, the other thing with, uh, destiny two is I feel like that the guns should be more about, is it fun to use rather than, is it good to use? Um, and, uh, but I, I tend, uh, uh i sorry i would um i'm about to put more time into it because i want to attempt to do the raid uh with a couple of friends um but that's just gonna be a slow burn for me because um i'm not getting the the power level stuff as quickly as others it seems like i'm at 1209 i think or 1208 and so it's just now it's the repetition of doing the same things over and over again and then in between all that um trying to get exotic quests done um i uh 
Well, I mean, I did mention mention Final Fantasy fourteen as well. I learned Emerald Weapon, um, and uh, after learning the fight Thursday, and then playing it again yesterday without any callouts and having the previous experience of what the fight um, entails, it became more fun to play every single time after that. Um, and because I was because I knew most of the fight and then it was figuring out what is my best way of doing everything. Um, so the weird thing about this trial is that this one's a lot easier than the previous patches trial, which is Seed of Sacrifice Extreme, because I got talked through that entire thing. And then when that happened, we cleared it once and then I tr- I didn't try to get help from the same people. I tried to like go through it with a good portion of the same people again. And it was difficult as fuck because it's um, imagine if you go through like uh, you go through like one fight and everything is scripted to go the same way. Then you reach one phase where this is a wild number, but it's one of six different things can happen. And then when you're thinking like one of those six different things can happen, it's more of like learning a textbook of like shit that you need to know for the test. (laughs) Um, And when you don't get any of that practice in, and it's that also not getting the practice in, um, it's kind of hard to learn as well even if you got talked through like the first time and you're just told go here go here go here and you're done it that's kind of like a lot of hand holding for a lot of it but then you're not actually learning after that point um so but uh uh so yeah i'm 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 looking forward to um fighting emerald weapon some more to farm for the the mounts for the dragon mount on that one uh and then i played cyberpunk 2077 and I I had fun <laughs> had I I had fun with the game. Um I do want to play it more. Uh I am glad that I waited to really start playing this game until I got my graphics card. And that's another thing that I'll touch on too. Um because uh like this is a huge upgrade for my computer and like I was trying to play this game on a 1080 Ti and then trying to stream this game at 1080 even at like maybe 30 frames was a struggle. So, um, on everything on low. So I, I, I'm glad that, uh, I was able to get this card and the world is fun. Like going through shit is fun. I actually just got to the title marquee today <laughs> and I, I like it that I kind of like it that yeah, yeah, it took but me that's, this long to get to though. the title. That's not, that's, um to the title of the Wait, game. what were you what were you doing um so th- actually I'll, I'll get into that so the garage um, is it the there's garage a couple sequence? you get you through like car? some main mission stuff okay. and then yeah. at one point like they kind of let you out okay and you're like here's yeah, like the world Nomad but then, also right? here's the main quests for you to follow and then you have like three I different people this. calling you and being like, "Hey, yeah, so I got contracts for you." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nomad, um, we got some police already. reports so about this. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's like some bounties and shit like that. And I then, the corpo. so you have a whole bunch of these like 
quest markers on the map that's all side shit and you can just walk up to it and be like okay i guess i'll just take care of this if i want to for like money and experience points and shit wait so maybe i'm like uh maybe i just didn't realize that i hadn't gotten as far as i thought i did but is the title sequence like right after mm-hmm. that sort of little montage after mm-hmm. you meet um the one guy so you'd like you know you, get you remember when you steal the car mm-hmm. well you try to steal the car no, no, what? no! You stole. <laughs> did you? Did you not try that to? That title screen is about an hour. That much? Did you guys not try to steal cars get... at the beginning of your game? Oh man, no! Something's gonna happen, and it's gonna be. I don't yeah, know yeah. What so after I tried about stealing a car, yeah. What's that? We don't know what you're no talking about. Stealing a car. Stealing a car sequence you're talking about. Oh, okay. Maybe it branches out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's different for everybody. I didn't realize that. So, so. I like don't know. Complete? I picked the one that y'all both oh, no, said you I, didn't no, pick. I, I, fucked up. I was going to <laughs> streak it because, uh, to, because yeah. what did you pick, lady? You picked Snowbad. It's just uh, it's just too much shit to do, man. I, I so there was one that you I, was yeah, like Corpo. in the beginning. I That's was like, two. so I was it was Nomad and Corpo that too hard y'all said on you the main and Sharpie quest, both said y'all picked. And I got so I further than I was supposed to. And I was like saying, what? Stealing a car? Are you talking now? I'm on yeah, maybe the mid- first mission is different for you. So, but okay, so ladies, if you did that, then after that, what I got was like <laughs> the guy that you were with, y'all became cool. They did like a whole little montage, like a little cyberpunk 2077 montage. But is that basically where you end up at the title screen right after that? No. Oh, okay. So there's, I was, I wasn't anywhere near it. Oh, yeah. I didn't play that much. All right. Cool. okay so you did a bunch of side quests before you even got there yeah i did a bunch of like side shit before i got there but (laughs) you say an hour and a half and some change before you get to that uh my play time is more like over 10 hours before i got to that do those side quests go away or is it like no the side quests don't go away too deep Oh, okay. Oh, side questing? Sounded like Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so... I guess it's more like it's the activities sort of thing. Like there's a bunch of like activity stuff, like the um, police reports and there's a, there's an assault over here and there's um, like heavy gang shit over here and that sort of thing. Like there's just markers on the map for you to just walk up and take care of. And that's it. So I was doing a bunch of that and um just getting some money and stuff i ended up uh paying victor before getting to that title screen so um that's how much like i was just doing some extra shit but then at this point i was like i really just need to keep going with the main story and stuff um and like it's been a lot of fun just doing all of this stuff and today was like because i reached a side quest where they i I guess like 
I guess not all side quests are going to do it like an actual marked side quest. Um, but it's when like side quests get really involved and there's more of a background and there's more of a story to it. And um, I guess that's that's why I love The Witcher 3, because like every side quest was its own story um, and it goes as deep or as shallow as you want. Um the uh, and the other thing with my time with Cyberpunk yesterday is that I'm pretty sure I ran into Jesse Cox. So, oh yeah, he has a he has his own character in that game. Yeah. Um. Did you did? You, well, oh, I barely played that game. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Then I guess I won't say. Uh. And was there like a bunch of content creators they put in there? Or yeah. Because I heard like Alana, I forget her last name, Alana something. Like she Pierce. was in there too, was it? Alana Pierce. Oh no, Alana Pierce. Pierce. There you go. There you. Go. Um, I heard she has a character in there too. So, but like you'll you'll know it's him because it'll actually say his say his first name. It'll say Jesse. Um, and it looks like him, right? I mean, I think he has a round face. <laughs> um, Red hair. Yeah. Okay. So it was him. Um, but his, his side, his, uh, little thing was goofy and it's not even like a side quest. You, you have to go to a marker of an activity. Um, so, uh, so cyberpunk has been a lot of fun and, um, I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it because like, I've just been having fun, but I kind of put this in the words as like a comparison to like elder scrolls series games where like there's obviously like a lot of bugs and there's a lot of things wrong with it but it's fun i'm still having fun with it despite like the the jankiness of it um and uh part of me what do you think is janky about it um i think it's (laughs) well a lot of things (laughs) a lot of things i i mean is it janky or is it just like it's kind of buggy I think it's like, is it, you I'm know not what gonna, I mean? Is it a I shouldn't say it it's janky, but like yeah. in my experience, the thing is, is I've seen tons, tons of videos of just jank all over the place, but like also um, just bugs. It's just a lot, a lot of bugs. Um, and I think, I mean, I have one, a one video that I saw that explains what type of jank is in this game is um if you turn on deal not sorry not dlss uh ray tracing and um some like really high level of ray tracing shadows and you run forward and you, and you look at your shadow at the same time um like put your two arms as like l's but then flip one of them upside down and then just move them back and forth like really quick and your character is running like that with like a bald head. So <laughs> it, it, it's okay. it's fucking weird. It's wild. Um, uh, I think the most uh, one bug that I uh, that I ran into that was funny was that um, I uh, I uh, I switched my guns around. And then when I got out of the menu, I pulled out a gun. I pulled out my, a pistol, but there was nothing in my hands. And then I hold right click and I'm aiming down the sights of an invisible gun. 
and I'm like, okay, like I press it a few times and it was still happening. And then I click and then my my entire camera and my arms make the movement of like I'm shooting a pistol, but there's no sound and there's no bullet on the wall. And I was like, what in the fuck's going on? Like I'm shooting an invisible gun. Um, but it turned out all I had to do was just switch weapons and then switch back and my gun was there. Like it is like Skyrim bugs. Like it, it feels like that is just a bunch of like Bethesda bugs that like you would experience, but this is way worse. Um, and I described the, the lightest notion of it. Um, also like I've died, um, quite a few times. Uh, I guess that's just my week. Um, what about you, Sharpie? Yeah, for me, I played Apex Legends, the winter event with my friends. It's like a this 3v3v3 thing that, that occurs. And there's like this train that it's like King of the Hill, but this moving train that goes from station to station. And how it works is like it, it's your two, uh, three teams of three and you're trying to uh, whoever's on this train at, at a station will get a point um, after like this cool uh, after this cooldown. And who, uh, if there's two teams on there, like the cooldown stops. Um, and once it once it fills up, it, it starts moving to the next the next station. And then like the, the two teams will respawn on the floating ship. And then you guys can like, you know, jump down to to an, uh, to the next station again, anywhere that around it. So that was that was pretty cool. It, yeah. And then you you get you have to get three points. So you have to capture it three times. Um, do you I think played... it's like a mode that could do you think it could kind of last outside of a, a specific event? Like, does it seem like it's if, good if, enough? Yeah, or popular it seems like enough? it, but I don't think that they will because it works like the Halloween event, which works almost exactly like how um uh, the Halloween event worked almost exactly like how Call of Duty did it, which is like, you know, you turn into zombies after you die and then you move extremely quickly. Yeah. But you cannot, but but you can only melee. I don't know how, how Call of Duty's worked, but in, in Apex, you can only melee. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, I played one... One level of Ghost Runner, because I feel I don't feel like I want to keep playing uh, uh, after finishing up a level. I don't want to like continue playing it because it just feels like it's just to me. It just feels like it's going to be the same game. Uh, I think I said this before. And on Game Pass, I saw Monster Train. I've been wanting to play that game, and I I, I almost bought it too. And then I was like saying, "Oh, it's on Game Pass." And then I opened that up, played like a few, played an entire round of it, and. Yeah, I can see why people like playing this game. Um, Spellbreak came out on Steam, and so I installed it on Steam. And I gotta say, that game added uh, a lot of things. It's not like... It, it didn't really change the quality of life or um, user experience of the game, but it did add like a battle pass, and then it added certain elements that I wasn't really sure that it feel like it needed, but I feel like it just because they added it, it feels like there's a lot more to the game. I, I can't really tell what it is, but like when I, when you look at the main menu, it just seems more used up than empty. On, um, let's see. 
what else did I play? Oh yeah, Star Wars Squadrons. I played more of that, and um, because I'm surprised that they already update had like three major updates since we uh, since the game came out, and the I, I will say this in VR that game is so nice. Like when you're playing multiplayer, although um, there was a time where we played against really really good people like this guy he was so like this one guy on the other team like he was so good at drifting a sh um, ship that like we got wrecked so hard and this was ranked which is like which uh in ranked it's not just dogfighting. It, it it's basically trying to destroy the enemy's capital ship but so you probably like there's you can respawn as much as you want to yeah whoever kills the other ship first wins yeah. yeah yeah however it works like tug of war so if you if you keep dying um this tug of war meter will like slowly start depleting or if you're if you're if you kill a lot of the the enemy team like the your meter will will raise over the other one other teams i mean and what will end up happening is um you will get like this big ship that uh, npc ship that'll help you push uh, into the enemy capital ship. Meaning it'll push? What do you mean it'll help you push? Like, because, so, so there's like all these NPC, like TIE fighters and NPC X-Wings that, that are, that, that will like spawn in regular intervals. Sure. Right. Kind of like, kind of like a MOBA, right? Like they, like you see those little creeps that just c come and help push in regular intervals. And then there's like these two, um, ships, um, that help, the team heal like in front of the capital ships so like you want to you need to destroy those and then there's the capital ship that you you have to go destroy and the capital ship and the in the um and the two uh ships like the frigates right they they get they have shields too and then like um if you're if you're the one that's pushing your own your own frigates can heal you if you go back to it um but okay yeah but if you're defending you, you don't have that option to get healed by them um, okay interesting yeah so so yeah basically and then basically like you want to destroy those and then those frigates and the capital ship has a lot of turrets right that you need help you can't just charge in there and start shooting at it because they'll like like that thing can like one or two shot you if um so you need a lot of you know like tie fighters and you need a lot of your teammates that are very tanky or um and you need you need the thing that helps you put uh, this big ass ship that helps you push um the 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 capital ship so they they'll they're they'll they'll be the one that's like uh getting shot at unless unless like you know uh, um they it starts aiming towards you and then that then you have to like make all these maneuvers to just try to get away but anyways um so we played this ranked mode that has that and it's a lot of fun like i'm surprised that um the team is able to update the game way more than they promised so i'm actually pretty proud of that uh proud of them to do that do you know are there still like a ton of people playing the game there's a lot of people playing the game surprisingly enough 
I was surprised because like we we keep running into all different kinds of people too. So and then like we, we we look at their scores like before the match even starts, and then we're like saying, "Holy shit, these people! Some of these people play a lot." And then there's like some people that are like new or relatively new, because you know you have like that the 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 account ranking system, right? Like it shows you like um how much you played or yeah, the rank shows how much you played. Yeah. But yeah. Uh I mean I did open up Cyberpunk too, but at the same time, like I didn't really want to play it until like I feel like um maybe I should wait like three more patches before like I I will start actually getting into this game. I mean I don't really have too much of a problem, except I feel like performance wise, I want a better performance out of this game. Yeah, I had a couple of little issues while I was trying to play too, so I get it. Yeah. Well, what I ended up doing, like, while if I was in the game, was all I did was just hold tab and just look at people um, just to get their names. <laughs> and Wait. I'm like, hmm? What is that about? You hold tab to look. Why did you do that? So you hold tab and then, like, you, you entered, like, this, you know, um, detective mode thing, right? It's a their quick hacking mode. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, like, if you look at people, it, 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 you can it will say like you know NC NC residents like as our default name, and then if you just continue looking at them, like this meter will uh, appear, and then like it will show up, uh, it will show you like their actual name and their um and their affiliation with whatever. But most of them are like unaffiliated. Oh, so that is, so it's a mechanic in the game. Like it's something that would benefit you to do that. Yeah, well, I don't okay. know if it'll benefit you, but I thought it was pretty cool that like all these NPCs have actual names. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, and I was like saying, damn, somebody at uh, or somebody or some uh, some group of people probably spent a lot of time like like adding names to all these NPCs. Is would that be different than like say like when a uh, um, Watchdogs did it? I don't know at, at, like with any of those games anyway because i feel like in this game there's a lot like uh, well at least the pc version there's a lot of npcs on one screen right and then i mean you could say the same thing with like watchdogs on pc like there's a lot of npcs but is it more of like the level of detail for like different types of npc or different looking NPCs? yeah that too like like you, if you see like an asian character you'll see like a japanese name or a chinese name or a korean name on it uh-huh okay um they got they got completely wiped from the yeah, yeah. fact that they went that hard maybe why like uh there's so many one of the reasons why there's a lot of bugs <laughs> so it's like is double-edged sword on that yeah just in general it seems like they did they put a lot of effort in the trying of like make this world like super cool i'm sure mm -hmm. like the big just the bigger it gets the more likely there's going to be bugs that you just you know you, you need all the time in the world to try to find everything it's also their in-house engine too yeah is it like the same one that they were using for witcher 3 uh i don't know okay. is i mean do, do do they use that was it the same engine i'm not sure i well i mean you mentioned that it was there yeah, i just engine. know it's an in-house engine <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 
But yeah, that is it for what I did this week. So let's let's continue talking about cyberpunk. Um, all right. Well, okay. Immediately or CDPR rather. <laughs> I think okay. Yeah, it, it's the same. Oh, it's an updated version of the uh, engine they were using for Witcher Three. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. CDPR, uh, or I don't know if it's, I'm pretty sure it's PlayStation that, that completely removed Cyberpunk from the PlayStation store. For because, now. Yeah, because based on my understanding, PlayStation is very strict when it comes to like quality and uh, before it even gets released to the, uh, to the public. So something, I feel like something must have happened between Cyber, um, not Cyberpunk, uh, CDPR and PlayStation. Like they made some sort of a deal to just have it released instead of going through like PlayStation's quality control. No, that is ex- actually exactly what happened because when they were asked to respond about that specific thing, CDPR was like, no, that's on us. Like they they admittedly said that it was they were the ones at fault with the entire um uh compliance and the uh whatever the um the thing that you that games need to do like within like a 21 days to get it like approved to be able to be sold on the console wait who said who said it was on them uh sony or no cdpr oh okay so there was a thing that w- that happened where um, they had to they they sent it to Sony and then um, Sony said no, and then when it bounced back to CDPR, they had time to do it, and then when they sent it back, they were like, "We'll have this compl- like we'll have the compliance there on the day one patch." Like oh. this is the exact thing that I've been reading on like on on websites and on social media. That that's what happened, and so when they failed to deliver even with that day one patch, like pe- we saw the the videos from PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, actually, I was getting that too. Like the the fucking like even less actually n64 models that appear first and they start mold into like their actual like details and stuff like before your eyes i was getting that too on uh, on pc but um i was I can only at the imagine same time. how bad it was on console oh yeah it took fucking forever to get uh all of the details to load in because for me the environment was already there but then like it was just the person that was all blocked and then I could I just watched them mold like clay in front of me. So um no, it was horrible. Um and uh so right now um at f- well at first it was they were having a hard time to getting for getting refunds from PlayStation. Um Microsoft had everybody's backs um day one of like getting the refunds and stuff. I just um, think it's and a, then uh, oh, and then oh, after some probably not even like within it was probably this is probably like within 48 hours sony was like okay like we'll refund it and then as soon as like sony sent out that message of like we'll refund it they took it off the store um so um 
it was more of that they lied about what their um this is actually also something that we talked about last week too about how um their final product of it being on ps4 and ps or sorry ps4 and uh, xbox one did not was not re- accurately represented or accurately shown from what the videos were any video at all um and i believe oh, no. they I, had I knew, I knew for a fact that they have they, i think they have the videos on, on youtube on my, um my shown console. on i already knew that um i just think PlayStation that it was a console little misleading and for xbox console but i do not don't remember if it specifically says um that playstation uh, 5 and xbox series x or not who own an and xbox i'm like or trying my damnedest to like look through their so, shit like real quick um and oh okay all this hype all this hype so it, it doesn't spe- specify which console it just says playstation gameplay I'm trying um to and i think within the video playstation I, 4 and Fallout keep going 76. keep going PlayStation 4 Let's, Pro. We're not going to talk Pro, about that. But now it's Pro, gorgeous. It's yeah. great. It's all, oh, Last time I played, it was fine. I had no problem. Compatibility. I had no problem so, with Fallout 76. The, the um, base version of Xbox One and PlayStation 4 were not shown at all. A multiplayer um, thing? I don't know how much better it runs on the Pro and on the uh, uh, Xbox One X. Um, well... Actually, no, you you started playing this on your Series X. Uh, they had a horrible so, launch. They had a horrible launch, right? I understand. I understand. But Fallout seventy six had bugs too. It. W- yeah, they didn't even do that for like Fallout. But I mean, isn't it kind of different because Fallout seventy six is sort of like. It's a multiplayer experience, so you kind of at least can operate on the assumption that there's supposed to be just constantly updates and stuff like that pushed for it. It's not even the same thing as a comparison with 76, because it's not like... um, Well, they had a horrible launch, but it was more like, not necessarily like that it was... A lot of their stuff was, was based on server side, though. And just like downplaying like what you could actually do in the game not like hey i pulled out a gun and my gun's not showing and i can't shoot I, I, it like not like any sort of bug like that or like i, I, hey, I, I understand. tried to get in my car or I understand. And, and like immediately I, my car was, blows up there was when a there lot was of nothing around me with fallout 76 and i was on a mission or whatever it's just like gameplay and they had a horrible launch well, so everybody um, did not like it they took their time out with the game but this is also based and whatnot. it's a game that's with based off of previous engines Cyberpunk, as well they so made it i feel like a much like december 10th sort of um What's thing when you that want to compare this to a Bethesda game would be like would be more and I was like, like this game better Fallout be smooth 3 is butter or like 
uh, <laughs> Oblivion. Because, yeah. like, that, those have their own share of bugs and stuff, but even when you remember back on those games, it there wasn't anything that was like, oh, I tried to, like, do something, but then the guy in the elevator that's supposed to come out and fight me, he glitches out and he's either not moving from the elevator or he is there for three seconds and then his where his location is wraps all the way around the world and then reappears three seconds wraps all the way around the world and is there for three like that sort of thing I, this game could have been damn near perfect Would I, if it wasn't for all this well, I mean I think mess, that's kind of what I was trying to it would have been damn point out perfect. is like is it I, because it's a single player game like when you get perfect. a single player experience and I'm telling you it would have been perfect like, it's it's a really bad thing for if me the single player experience gets there and you have trouble playing that they, but with online, that's in my head it's kind of a there's annoyance, nothing perfect in this world and especially like in you no kind video of expect, games again that i just don't understand be, um, like well, sorry, for example online, uh multiplayer base probably like more or kind of like Ghost heavily of rooted oh in hell the even the last of, like, of us two graphically constantly providing a service and they they look good service based it's kind of like more service based stuff but um, we are, they're those, expecting more those, so that like that there video might from be the bugs, PS4 and the like, Xbox One. Yeah, two days later, maybe bad. we'll get a patch. Three days later, and we'll, we'll get a patch. CD made it think whatever, like it was single okay. player. It almost feels like you're they didn't to give fix your them the consumers game. any warning and made them spend. I don't know. Like, to me, it almost I, that's so they need to cough up that like, dough and give them the experience. I'm supposed to just be able to play, enjoy. Yeah, at first, at first it was a problem on the on the Sony side, and on the Xbox side because there's two different policies and stuff. Multiplayer. I know. I don't know. You expecting to play with the a bunch over time? I assume. If it wasn't for the problems, it would have been perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, you're just okay. You're saying for you, you would have thought of it as like a perfect game if it didn't have all these issues. Which they seem to be willing to do, right? Even though that we know that it's not ready to ship, just fucking ship it. Well, sure. I'm just saying CD Projekt Red seemed like they were cool with the idea of like the refunds, even if there's kind of some technical kind of difficulties because of like how things work with Sony and Microsoft and whoever. Like I know GameStop, I guess GameStop's policy is like, nah, you're not getting your refund. 
So I guess anybody who got it from there is kind of screwed. Best Buy is like giving refunds now. So um, I don't know. But like if you wanted to, if you were having any trouble with getting a refund with their physical copy, you actually email CD Projekt Red like directly from a email that is help me Maybe refund like at cdproject.com or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they they help you out with getting a refund for your, yeah, for so your it game. It seems like, yeah, they're totally about, it seems like CD Projekt Red at least is like, okay, our bad, we'll try to help you get your refund. It's But it's more like that they got caught with their pants down. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, everybody there working on this game was already like, this game is not ready to ship. And then, like, head of management or whatever was just like, fucking ship it. Even though that we know that it's not ready to ship, just fucking ship it. Which kind of sucks because I've actually like, because because I was in the engineering world before, I've run into that exact same situation where because we wanted to, this it's not the same exact thing, but the same concept. Like we wanted to win a contract, so I, we're like, we're like I, yeah, I, we yeah time, the, the business side be really fucked this, this game up like, because like Johnny well Silverhand enough, like, get, on Series X does not look like the shit we've been seeing to a good enough degree that we're, we're winning they're like no 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 in you the, gotta the, get it out and we just it gets out and like everything's off schedule and we like are you know however much money over budget and stuff like that it kind of sucks especially for like the developers or the people who actually work on the game because like I'm sure they like put their heart and soul into this stuff. PC, and they really want to PC see getting it better than anybody else. else. What it could. Uh, we I mean, just put like, their heart and soul into it, but also work mandatory crunch time yeah. too. Yeah. On a high. Yeah. Like, even think about yes, when I was If it's not a potato like, really chaser. Invested, like, yes. It's I on high settings. That game looks good on PC. Specifically, but with the Series X, the thing is, Johnny Silverhand. Like. He, I love or I know, I know him as to be proud of, right? <laughs> yeah, to be proud of. You want to be able to say, dude, I worked on this. No, he looks like John. No, he don't. He looked like Johnny Silverhand. So it's kind that's of Keanu. Yeah, just get the order from above. No, it don't look like, like Keanu. You got to. If if I didn't know that in my brain that that was Keanu Reeves, I wouldn't even know that was all of their hard Anyway, but there's this character named Cam and be done and when it needs to like when it'll. I don't know who was the developer on that one, but. She looked it good on yeah. my Series X. So I know she looks good on PC. I'm like, maybe some people had certain characters and some people was working on other characters. Is there, is there a dramatic one character difference? Looks I've seen like, like the okay. PS, well, sorry, the Xbox One He's and the your, PS4 uh, like, versions. He was your main like man marketer who was pushing you know, your game. Like and then you got this, what we, for you example, got this other character that we didn't even know about, but she looked much better than Johnny Silverhand. I'm like, yo, what's up with that? Okay, but does the PC look like what you would expect it to? Like, it's not like there's deficiency in, in that. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> does he look like Kiana in the Series X? Oh, that's Keanu. Okay. I didn't even it know that. It doesn't look like Keanu. That. <laughs> That's funny. Um, that was, that's all I can 
it's it's weird because like in this game like re remember when when the marketing was like we'll release it when it's done the first marketing the very first marketing in 2012 sorry 2013 and it was it the last words on the title was uh coming er, or releasing when it's done <laughs> It's yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I'm actually in the process of trying to uh, find oh, yeah, a picture somebody, of Johnny yeah, Silverhand somebody. from my yeah, stream today. Um, but what I can say well, is that when I saw um, Keanu on uh, today, that like I, I was like, mm, there's That's only something slightly off about him, and I think it was just the eyes. I think it was just like maybe just like not put the eyes so close together, and it was fine. But um, that was that's all actually my only opinion of how Johnny Silverhand looked. Um, so and actually, as far as for like the business side of um, uh, for CD Projekt Red and everything, um, it kind of goes into. Um, what the as far as for like the release date and releasing this and stuff because uh sharpie you mentioned this last week that it could have been like a thing about with investors and uh people that have money in and shares in like with the company and with the game and all this other stuff um and there's actually a article that came up on my newsfeed anyways yesterday i think where um there there might be uh lawsuits uh from investors well okay. i don't know too much about how that works um like if it's an investor thing like what like if what, what if they're the one that pushed it out and then like they didn't like that kind of forced it to push it out but then like and then they're suing it because it got pushed out Wait, like, are you saying i don't know how that works thing was before this got before the game came out or after Zeldrick. Wait, say that again? No, I was asking Zeldrick if, like, the investor thing he was mentioning was something that became an issue before the game came out or after. What do you mean became an issue? Bef well, well, you were saying, like, there was investor, there might have been investor problems or whatever. Are you thinking, like, maybe there was pressure for inv investors to release it or after it came out and it was having so many issues, then there might have been, like, maybe investors might be complaining or trying to sue or something like that. Um, I think before, well, I don't know because yeah. Sharpie did bring up that like before from last week that, um, what might've happened with pushing this game out or like not delaying it even further was because of investor talk or yeah. like money was on the line. Um, even though that like fucking day one, they made a profit from pre-orders. <laughs> um, yeah, and um but like if it if I, I don't know how it works either like with the legality of it but still even then like it, say that that that's not even a thing it's another one of those things of uh like lawsuits that is being proposed where a product was promised and then the product that was delivered wasn't there and people spent money on it and sort of like they were lied to. And then the only thing that really backs that up is people were not shown publicly what the PS4 and Xbox one consoles looked like. Like <laughs> that's, that's sneaky. one thing. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's only like one piece of the puzzle that like they, they could use for it. 
Yeah. But the other thing is that is that this is a I'm very harshly saying this. This is an unoptimized piece of garbage that's going on right now. And as I've said before, and what came out from all of this debacle with PlayStation pulling this off of the sh- off the store and uh, and like everybody offering refunds for this is this should not have been released for PS4 and Xbox One at all. Like at yeah, all. I think like one of the most telling things that I've seen is there was I don't know whose gameplay it was. Maybe it was something you guys sent or posted or something like that. But there was like someone showing, I believe, the Xbox One version of the game and kind of along the lines of what we were talking about, what we were playing. And Lady Infamous was saying, oh, I love the world and just like everything going on. They were, they were like driving through the street and there was no one on the street. <laughs> which is like the one of the craziest things I could think of for like this particular game. Cause it seems like it's all about the city and the city being alive or whatever. So if that's kind of like the restrictions that you're forced to kind of comply with in order to make it on like one of these, la- well, whatever you want to call it, last gen consoles, that's like, yeah, it shouldn't be on that console. It makes absolutely no sense. Right. Yeah. And, and- uh, as the the further along the line the the development came with this um before like we were coming up to the first release date of this was um like when nvidia was showing off like their ray tracing and their like the new they were like showing off these presentations about that and then how this is supposed to be like a very graphically intense game and yada 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 um but then that became more of a prevalent thing when you don't remember after the first pushback of like the release date and we got our new graphics cards in October or September. And um, yeah, that's like that's months after the first release date. So like at that point, like what like the what CD Projekt had as far as for like what they're developing and their dev boxes and stuff this is not a game that should have been released at all for the now previous gen. They were working on something that's meant for like further on. And so everybody that is, that has been playing this on a PS five or Xbox series X, they're having a better than shitty time than on the previous gen consoles. So, I mean, like despite like all the bugs and stuff, cause you know, I mean, even PC users are getting fucking all this shit as well. Um, but I, I linked no, I need, a picture a of the video from the from 2013 where it says coming when it's ready. And this game was not ready. Like yeah, That's such a blizzard I mean, thing I, for them or I, old I, blizzard I, thing for them to say. Yeah, I, I spoke in with a developer. Uh, 2013 was we, when blizzard was making a show. We talked about that game and he told us that I don't remember. We, we, okay. six like, no, but then like, you know, Bl- blizzard's uh, old model was we'll release it when it's ready. Right. And I think that's also one of those like because they were they had um or they were having more of like a decent success with like their witcher series and stuff and when they were tackling this this is something of like we're putting our heart and soul into like wanting to make like the biggest game and all this other stuff and like when the witcher 3 had done so well granted was much much better mm-hmm. like a yeah. year after all of the witcher 3 was out after the dlcs um like it's 
it's kind of disheartening that like even with these four pushbacks that it's like it needed like at least another three months in the oven at least six or it needed about six all right that's why my verbiage And, and you guys think this would have made sense at all to be episodic? No. No, no? because I heard it's not a sh- it's not a long game. The main story is not that long. Yeah. Like what's not that long? What is what story. is that? Yeah, no. What is oh. not that Corpo, long? Corpo, oh, okay. Street Kid. Oh yeah, we're, we're sorry, Nomad. we're talking to Unchained Productions, where a long game you, is you, twenty-one uh, hours. Shark, you said how would the game uh, be a, a game has to be at uh, about maybe. I said Corpo. I said. So what I'm talking about Nomad. is like that would have been episode. If we're, but it's not just that's pro- that's if you go straight through the story, right? Yes. So with all the side quests, though. I'm guessing you still could have had way more than 20 hours in the game. Definitely, yeah. So that's why I'm saying would it have made sense in in order to kind of rein in the idea of it gets too big for its britches kind of thing. I don't think it's the it, the story is not really like the main problem of why it's getting too big for its britches. No, no, but what I'm saying is like if you if you restrict how much of the story you give in each given episode there's less stuff to worry about per per I guess section of the game, so you can they could kind of more focused on making sure that like all the different parts of those smaller sections were polished versus trying to make a full on game. That's how also would it, how would it work though, like as an episodic game because it, it's 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 a pretty big it's a pretty big oh like real ah uh... what did you say. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't hear the list you said or whatever. That really defeats the purpose of where this game came from and and having RPG elements with this. It, it, it is it 100% how different defeats are they? the purpose to make it episodic and then make it so like, oh, one episode is the street kid. One episode is the corpo. And it's more about like if you go th- like take your fallouts, take your oblivions and Skyrims and or take your RPG tropes of like creating a party and stuff. You have like what is you take one character what is their background what are their stats what is the story that they're playing like you play as that one character so like it and that is like the other thing with like tabletop games like you you play one character so you create that background you create that story you create their stats and you progress that way so to make this into an episodic thing it doesn't work like at all if you want to tell this story or to play this game at all yeah, i think i'm confused it's like why it doesn't work are you saying because you want to be able to make different characters like and that's like a big component of it like no, not different no. characters like literally people but like stat wise no okay because 
an episodic game in that aspect of one episode being this background, a different episode being a different background, defeats the purpose of a role-playing game. Because it's essentially the same thing as the character that you play as in Skyrim, okay, I want to be the sneaky rogue. Okay, but then, like, how about in my next playthrough, I'm going to play as the mage and with this type of background, with this race. Like, it's supposed to fall along the lines of that. Cyberpunk 2020 and Cyberpunk Red have you pick like a background of the Netrunner who is high in intelligence and they can hack their way through a bunch of shit or the Merc, uh, which deal like is a heavy armed, not a heavy arms dealer, a who is a mercenary. I forget what they're fucking called. Um, they're not Militech. That's a company. But like they are a mercenary for hire and they are the damage output with all of their guns. But then you have another character that is like, I am the um i'm the the med tech like and i am the healer like that sort of and i have the background with that like so to make a game like cyberpunk with its background of the tabletop series to then be episodic defeats the purpose of having the tabletop be its background except for hey we have a world and then we have this character that you just play through their story, not like play a role playing game. I mean, unless the story changes, right? Like what if what if in between episodes? They just they decided that it was like based on the char- the character that they give you for that particular episode is uh, they don't get the same story that the first one did. I mean, not necessarily like the same events don't happen, but let's say they like, you know, if you're if you're this character who's more of a straightforward, I don't remember. I don't know what the classes are in Cyberpunk because I didn't play it yet. But let's say there's one who's kind of more straightforward action based, like you're probably going to run in and shoot people. And there's another one who's like more stealth kind of, you know, espionage type person where if you're doing the same you're in the same area, maybe doing different things, but like maybe one of them, their way of doing it is that they sneak through the sneak through the vents. The other one goes through the front door. Okay. But it could still, or maybe their story, the story translates to be different because you're playing as a different type of character. Okay. So then I will, I will uh, humor this idea with each episode. Is it the same day zero to day 100 that you're playing throughout each episode but you just have a different background. Um, I wouldn't say so, because at that point, it's not really that different. It's kind of the same game, just broken literally in the you're buying the same game three times, but you're just being restricted who you're who you can play with. If you do it that way, right? I, or okay, no? then I have zero idea of what you're talking about making this episodic because it's, it, like, my it's idea, not the same. My idea of what you're saying is episodic is a telltale game. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to think too. I was like saying, how would this work in episodic? Um, or or like maybe it's not called episode. Maybe it's not specifically episodic, or even okay. So let's say for example in Cyberpunk, let's say you have a bigger like uh you have a twenty hour story, and each story, 
each like episode of it is like uh, basically what it might amount to like six up, and a half hours of main story up, with a ton of side quests depending on where they, you're at they, they, there's certain area of the city that you can be at that has like a ton of side quests so it's not just going to be that story you can just blow through the story but it's not going to just be that to do there could be more to do and it still could kind of have like open world elements type of thing but you just don't tell the entire story so that because I don't know, maybe I'm I'm not the one to play these games. Maybe you guys know more so than me, but I just don't know. Has there been like a really big open world yeah, not like the most game like, like this where it feels like is this like basically this alive? Like they try to do this many things with like characters being all around and being like actually having their own actions they do, plus still have like yeah, a ton of different ways Except, that you can Yeah. GTA four and five. GTA four and five. That just says you can do what well, GTA four and five. I don't know. Like to me, they basically, there's not many people that have any actions that they do other than walk. Is there, I don't know. I don't know about cyberpunk. What do they do? Do people just walk around? Yeah, that's to me, that's what I mean. Like at some point, I feel like when you try to throw all of that stuff together into one single package, number one, it's obviously going to be hard to execute on. But number two, to to avoid like a ton of bugs in that hat sounds like it'd be insane oh, unless you do it over time, which I think is not usually people's expectation for these type of games. Like they want it, like you said, day one to be perfect or not perfect, but at least not have a you bunch of bugs. Bar. No, you. So that's to, all I'm trying to think go, about is: uh, is there wow, a way that they could have cut it down so okay. that they had less to focus on to get out, but still could taint, still tell the same large story over time. And then just think this, like in, instead make December 10th the early access day, and then we had like maybe half oh, of the game. Oh, kind of like what Baldur's Gate did, and then just release more acts later on. Maybe, yeah. If they if they charge, well, like, if you go to the hotel, if they still charge full Dead price. Too, yeah, I can see that. There's gonna be a couple okay. of ladies. It's just something where it's not like here's you. this one thing that we had. Here's just one massive thing. Yes, that we but there's figured multiple. That, like, but there's most. Yes, somehow yes. Somehow we're gonna be able to get all the. Get a joy I mean, toy. they don't expect there that, but you know, we're gonna get can... enough bugs out to be happy. Well, for everybody to be happy. Like I guess I think of GTA. No, because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I think of Red Dead Redemption, and I would ask. Because I didn't finish the second one. Do you guys feel like Red Dead in Redemption, towns, even though in the towns, it's a yeah, large world, but like the, is it as towns, yes. air quote alive as Cyberpunk? Red Dead 2, yes. It is? Like there's that many people in Red Dead 2? I thought it was like mostly forest. Well, fucking no. Not, you said alive, not dense with people. That's what I mean by alive. Not just what it like. If, if, if that's not what I meant by alive, then that would mean I could have five people doing the same thing as like no, 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 no. however many people in project red you're, i'm talking you, about you're alive as in there's people in there interacting doing things walking around me interacting with you not just like are there walk people walking around red dead is like it's like gta where they're trying to make the city feel alive you realize what you just said though if you go to a place is that what is that what cyberpunk is like? 
No, no, but you hear what I'm saying, though. Is cyberpunk like that where you have to go somewhere to get that alive? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's everywhere. That's what I'm asking. Is Red Dead like that? Because I feel like there's aren't very many games like that. Okay, so the thing, the thing about this is that's that's being misplaced. Is the okay cyberpunk as far as for the quote feeling alive, where like Mm -hmm. it's a hustling, bustling city and stuff. For the most part. People are walking around. You ha- see a diner on your right. People are there's a few Man, people. Man, we can sound like we trying to tell Unchie the game without him playing a, the game. Like a you couple people game? to the side talking about God knows fucking what. And then you have some kid on your left with their VR like goggles on, like toying around on the ground, like like whatever. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a scripted thing. But like sure. in in anything else, like if you're trying to pose this question, it's you go to a place but like it doesn't matter like you go to a place there's just scripted shit of the same thing happening but maybe like it's one of five scripted things that are happening but it's not like somebody's getting into a full-blown argument and a are most of the people not talking? conversation is you going sound no, real you sound real aggressive right now like you sounding really aggressive right now <laughs> like yeah sure of course <laughs> even in red dead 2 it's like a blurb a blurb in response and then maybe another blurb in response like it's the same thing but in the in cyberpunk it's almost identical like you have people walking around and then you maybe have like two people that are standing there that are going to have one two maybe three bits of dialogue in response and like that's it like that's the only like quote besides like people walking around like they're mannequins I, I've, I've just to, to the thing I'm wondering like I'm just it the I guess I'm just trying to piece it in my guess there's a, like the the quote feeling alive of the the game of people walking around is the thing it's the mechanics of like where they are played like where things are being placed because like GTA 5 was able to do like this same sort of thing but like it's more of like what cyberpunk and CD project red were trying to do was go one step further from that. Wait, wait, what's the one step? I don't know because they didn't execute it, <laughs> but I mean, they tried though, right? Do you guys got on? I mean, I don't think it's aggressive. I'm, not, I'm only aggressive know. because like, this is a stupid conversation because the, the fucking, the, the, but you don't feel like you do understand what they were placed. trying to do. But you don't you just said you don't feel like you understand what they were trying to do. You said they were trying to go one step further. And I said, what do you think that one step is? You said, I don't know, because they didn't do it. Yeah, you don't because, feel like you get what, what they were, we're trying with is, oh, we got like three cars like running right into me because they spawned immediately right into me when I turned the camera around. OK. Like the, the object permanence thing is like a like a real shitty thing that's with this game, because and tons of videos have shown that like if you look away and you look back it's a completely different car no, that's there you look so. away but you go back about as a it's whole, a semi right you look now, away how and you go back and it's a right different now. car again they needed more time like how Hands they down. are trying to make the world feel alive they it's more of that they needed the time to be able to actually get that right 
Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was saying. But not making it so that like, oh, how about we have we restrict the city down to 10 percent and then no, but make think about that what piece I said of there. part feel alive and then release it as episodic is not is not because if fix you it. have like a bunch of other story to flesh out, if you have a ton more city to flesh out, you probably have less time to work on each of these individual things that you probably are getting pretty janky at this point. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that I'm saying that like, oh, the problem is that specifically it's too big. The problem is, I think, not having enough time because it's too big. I don't know. Otherwise, I don't know how you do like, how do you fix this other than just I mean, I guess it's kind of the same thing with y'all was saying. If you said they needed six more months, it's like, do they need six more months? Do you think they still would have needed that six more months if there was like one third of the game? Yeah, of course. I I don't think that if you like the size of the game, you restrict the story and like the size of the world to a third. OK, but you're still trying to achieve the same type of like open world aspect with all these mechanics and stuff and everything like it. Yes, it's too big, but you're still trying to solve the same thing that they couldn't do. And it's not like you had. I just don't think that scaling I down think, the yeah, size, I think, the physical size of the world and the reducing the amount of time in the story actually solves that problem. Unless by. you're yeah, talking about because over the development cycle, you don't though. think so? No, because I think it, it has to do with we, like, oh, before, you know, um, oh, fundamental yes. before you features. had people up on the internet. Yeah, yeah, like, but what I'm, me, I got, <laughs> the I'm the part going I keep trying to like bring up is not the idea of like doing, literally just take that, that, scale it down like a third and that solves it. That's not what solves it. It's the fact that if you took it down a third during the development cycle, that was a two thirds of the game less you would have had to work on, which equates to more time to work on that one third. That's what I'm assuming would have like why well, I'm assuming it might have helped is because we're talking about, oh, it probably could have been good with six months. Well, now imagine like for that two thirds of the game that they were working on before, they could have just focused on a third of it. That's like a ton more time. But I don't know, like, honestly, I mean, realistically, there's no way to even know if six months would have been enough. If like if we consider it really to be that, like, it's not just like little yeah, bugs and stuff like on, that. Based on manpower, too, right? I mean, did they did they cut down their workforce at any point? I thought everybody oh, no, was just kind of working from budgeting home. because I feel like this game was heavily went into marketing. I mean, look how much how many people are talking about it? No, no, no. I, I mean, think like, he's talking about before beforehand. The, before, yeah, yeah, before the game even came out. Yeah. No, 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 no. Way before that, like, like before. Yeah. Like, like how many people were actually talking about the game and, the, you know, like how great it's going to look and like how cool it's going to look and all that, like all the all, all that marketing budget just went into like this past few years. Yeah, because if you like that, that timestamp of that um, of when that video what? went up, that was seven years ago. And then the next thing that they had, they might have like uploaded another video and took it down. I don't know. But then the next thing that you got was E3 2018. 
And then since then, it has been PR from that entire point on. And then um, remind again that the full force development was 2016. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. then that's like four years of like supposed to be 100% manpower or at least 90% or I don't know. I, I'm not in, in the dev stuff, but like where you have a main portion of your workforce working on the one project um so um i i i still don't think that like it's gonna be like if you reduce the like a third of the game to focus more on others like i just i don't think that that would have solved it when like the fundamentals of the open world aspect. I guess what everybody else has been seeing, all this stuff has been solved before. So the fact that they weren't able to solve it within, I'll I'll give it five, five years of time. Like there's a problem with your, your management and like what's been going on. I think it's also based on expectations too. Not Meaning just management. What? Like... It's just expectations of like if it was man if it was just management then I feel like, um, then it will probably be a lot worse because if it was just management, um, I don't think the game would even be out at all. Well, I say management because you have a ton of people who. Actually, uh, there was a um, a report that uh, people are needing um, therapy and um, just psychiatry for the like the shit work that they've been or the the conditions that they've been put put through <laughs> throughout this entire process, and then now to be like met with. Um, people completely disliking the game and then uh with it not coming out the way that they that it's supposed to come out and being forced to all this it's this is what management does to you yeah and i mean like i think i think maybe if anything like the reason why i even like had that idea was it was again specifically coming from this idea of like when i was an engineer and just kind of, I don't know exactly what happened with these guys, but it just kind of feels very similar where some, like somebody up top over promises. And then like the expectation is that the people who are doing the development will meet whatever schedule they make. And almost universally, every single time you either don't meet the schedule or you do meet it and you don't deliver on like a lot of stuff you promised that like happened so many times to us when we were like, when I was an engineer. So that's kind of where I'm going off of like, like a lot of our complaints at times would be like, maybe we should, shouldn't just be promising this when we know we can't do it in this timeline, or maybe we shouldn't promise that or whatever. So that's kind of the reason why I was asking. But Um, in your time of engineering, would you say that, getting closer to that expectation would have been better if things were, if power was put into places and problems were solved. Well, not problems. If power, sorry, say that, 
it, would we have met it if if would if, it have been more sorry, of that. a realistic expectation if mm-hmm. where focuses were put not like you could still have the grand scope of things and like this is what you're trying to achieve but would you say mm-hmm. that it would have been more of a realistic expectation and a more of a realistic goal if the direction and the management of what needs to be worked on if that power was better um like playing no. to your strengths okay specifically because again somebody sold the idea that everything had to everything was going to happen so you can have a manager who like puts you know manages the puts the people the right resources in the right places but if you don't have enough resources it doesn't matter if you put the right people there it's like i could put the best you know software engineer in the world on this code but if he really realistically needs five people to do it it doesn't matter if he's the guy. He's going to work crazy hours and it's going to end up not getting to be where it needs to be. Yeah, and I think so, that's what I meant by expectations, right? And so yeah. with that idea, we're now going back to now if you had more time to do it. If we had more time to do it, yeah, that would usually, that would typically be part of the problem with the bid when we did them. Okay. Was that we would say we could get it done in a year. And like, well, at least it would be sold as we could get it done in a year. Meanwhile, like all of us engineers who were putting together the bid would tell them like, no, it's going to take us two years. And they're like, we're not going to win the bid if we say two years, because these other people who have more people than us, who have more resources than us are saying a year. So it, it was basically like kind of we it's win the contract or we don't get the money kind of thing. So I don't know if they're, that it obviously isn't the exact same thing with these guys. Cause I don't think they're having anybody I, yeah. they're competing against. And I, I totally understand that. And like, you can kind of equate this to like this sort of thing with like the exception being, they didn't have to bid this to anybody. Sure. But along the lines of what you guys were initially starting to bring up about, well, you said Sharpie mentioned it. What if, for example, it was the investors. the investors. Yeah, they say like we need this game out because like maybe like they're, like as you guys have told me in the past, there was like crazy hype about it. You guys are even hyped about it, but as time went on, the hype kind of like died as they kept pushing things back. I could totally imagine somebody saying like, "Yeah, you got like we need to get this game out, otherwise like it's not going to make as much money as it would make." At which point, that's why you might start forcing. The employees say, yo, we got to have this out on December 9th or whatever. Like, no questions. Like, we, this is the date. And at which point, like I said, if you don't have enough people, regardless of how hard you work, people, you're probably not going to solve, like, all the problems. There's probably going to be a ton of mess because you just didn't, again, you didn't have what you needed to get it done. So, I don't know. Like, I could, I could just see this happening. And that's more so why I was saying, like, what if they over realistically in that same time frame, they didn't have to do as much. Then you have like, even if it's the same number of people, they have less to do, not nothing, but like hypothetically less to do so that maybe they can fix more of what we're seeing is buggy or janky now. It's all speculation. We don't specifically know how they manage this game. So I don't know. But I I, I did see in some article they were saying like, apparently the uh, (laughs) the employees are pissed. Like, I guess they were, they were kind of like screaming at management a little bit about how this game was mismanaged. So it might be a little bit of that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it has a lot to do with both. 
Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, like because like management had like this this expectations to meet. Like he had to like cut a lot of corners. Yeah, and then that that led to like mismanagement. I can yeah. see that happening. Yeah, because it happened when I was working in tech. I think I think it's a very common thing in tech in general. Like everybody, if you work at a tech com- tech company, you're probably going to run into it at some point. Frustrated and angry staff fired questions at the board during an internal video meeting Thursday that opened with management apologizing for 2077's disastrous launch. According to two people who were present, it was a fitting atmosphere for a company whose slogan plastered on posters all around its Warsaw office is, We are rebels. Exactly. You know, like the 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. And uh, the most recent bit of news for bugs for this game is, uh, hey, uh, if your save file is too big, uh, you're SOL, start a new game, or go to a previous save. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean if that. it's too big? What does that mean? So if the game's save file reaches more than 8 megabit, uh, megabytes, it it doesn't load the file. <laughs> wait, well, <laughs> wait, but why, is there like, why is that potential there that's going to reach that? Like, is there, does it just keep on getting larger and larger as you do more things or something like that? It's, like what's it's that I it's the those, further that so you get into the game. It. But the other thing is that, um, uh, item count as well is on your save file. And this is potential for when someone, uh, is, um, in the extreme cases, if they're using a glitch to duplicate items and they just duplicate them for a, like a, a shit ton of them. Um, but the other thing is that it, when you're crafting a bunch of stuff, I haven't even gotten to this point in the game where I've needed to craft shit. Um, but uh, if you, but you just got to the title screen, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, like 10 hours in, I just got to the title yeah, screen. Yeah. Um yeah. But if you are crafting a lot and then you're using those components to craft other things, like if it, it becomes a, a thing of item management. So if you have a fucking huge <clears throat> amount of items, then that could uh, increase your uh, your file size. And then, um, yeah, if it comes, becomes too big, it, it might get corrupted. It's a strange problem to have. <laughs> yeah. And at, right now... Uh, CD Projekt's fix for it is um, go back to an earlier save file. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then like how early of a save file do you have to go and then like be like, okay, I'm just going to like dump all this shit or junk it or whatever and then continue later or whatever. Like I, it, it's it's more of like there are saves that, that okay put this in perspective this eight, eight megabytes that's the same amount of size as a ps2 memory card that's the other thing like why is this so why is the restriction so small exactly <laughs> that's that crazy. Is very tiny for a file which kind of begs the question of like you know how they're doing their save stuff like why is why is this the way that they're doing their save stuff well again i think it's because they have to cut a lot of corners just to meet expectations and Mm. development time 
Because I yeah. see that all, I I see I, I see that happen when I was working in tech. Like I remember, like one engineer was sitting on, next to another engineer, and she used to complain to me, like, "Oh, I'm sitting next to the guy that wrote this code," and then like I have to like redo a lot of these things just so it work, uh, just so like it's a cleaner code and stuff like that. But he had to cut a lot of corners just to meet expectations. Yeah, yeah. You might not make like the most. <clears throat> like memory optimized or even the or cleanest or whatever code if they're like yeah we need this functionality by tomorrow or something you just kind of get it done so I, yeah i understand that but that's 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 crazy though eight eight megabytes in 2020 <laughs> in 2077 come on yeah come on guys <laughs> your fucking game is like they, it's about the, the future. We're talking about the future, and your save files aren't even the future. Come on. Um, fucking, you have RTX ray tracing, DLSS with your with your graphics cards. All these settings, your save file can't be more than eight megabytes. Fucking goofballs. Um, I the thing is about this game is that I'm. I'm I want to keep track and keep up to date even if like I reach a point in this game where I'm just like you know what I kind of just don't want to play it anymore I want to play something else like I still want to keep up keep up with this and be like how is the development and the updates going how is the trash fire burning like just because like this is this has been really bad. And if you want to also talk about something else that has been really bad for this company, um, that is, it oh, is, yeah. that is CD so project. We're get it to that next. Um, and, uh, I, I, there really isn't much I could say about this cause it's, it, it's just a huge trash fire, but like, I guess like I'll just mention it cause good old games, which by the way, uh, day nine, I still have not gotten a email reply about getting a refund for this game. So thanks. Good old games for that. Um, good old games, which is a, uh, um, owned by CD project red and also like they're not owned, but like it's their other platform. It's their, their platform that they sell shit on. Um, they aren't, uh, they aren't hosting a game, on there when they said that they were going to um devotion was taken off of steam because of some controversy <laughs> oh, from the chinese government <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know what that is right it's something oh, so the winnie stupid. the pooh reference the to like the yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was funny i don't know what what's what's um i don't know what the uh what the guy's name is do you have it like written uh in the article or anything uh, <clears throat> I guess I don't know what his rank is either. What is it, a king or? No, he he's the uh, um, elect prime minister. I prime think. minister. Okay, yeah. I guess there's this ongoing thing about him looking like Winnie the Pooh. There's well, like a, and he hates it. He hates that's it. <laughs> right. It's there's like mention of the it. That's the only reason why it's out. The president of China. It is president. Okay. Oh, president. Cool. Okay, yeah. I'm. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Xi Jinping. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it's a, it's a schoolyard sort of, um, annoyance with him. That's how petty this is. And it's, 
when he got the comparison once, and I guess it might have been a meme or something, like somebody made a joke. Probably was a meme, yeah. And one picture that I saw, it was him, and I don't know who the other guy was that was next to him. I don't want to say it was Barack Obama. Like, I don't know who it was right next to him, but they did a side-by-side picture of that picture, and then Winnie the Pooh with Tigger. And then, like, it's just, it's one of those things of, like, stop calling me that. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. It was, it was Barack. Yeah. And now he can go to jail for that now. Your company's, yeah. like, down on the ground. Fuck you. Like, it's that levels of petty about this. And um, so what happened was, so Red Candle is the developer of Devotion. They made one other it's game. It's a Taiwanese company. Yep. But they don't. But China doesn't see Taiwan as its own country. And t- yeah, that's its own. Yeah. China's been trying to get Taiwan for several, several years. And so no, that's it, it, it. Technically, it's still China. But like a most pe- most country uh, acknowledges Taiwan as its own country. OK, like unofficially. And so this sort of thing was an insult to injury to him. So he was like, nah, fuck you. Like, take this down. We will put our, like, I will take you, I will use my government power to drive your company into the ground. You got to stop. Um, and so Good Old Games was supposed to put this on their platform. And the, where, where, where is it? It statement. Is this it? Oh, no. It, the statement. Gamers. Oh, my God. Okay. We, yeah, so Good Old Games was like, uh, we've we've heard some feedback from some gamers, gamers. and oh, from our gamers. From, yeah, oh, oh, they said from our gamers, or from just gamers in general. Yeah. Okay, and w- we have decided to not put uh, devotion on Good Old Games anymore. And it was. T- I was like, wait, who's who 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 are you talking to? Exactly. Right? Like you are talking to an empty boardroom. There's nobody there. Actually, no, it's uh, it's Jinping only in the audience right there. And it's like, yeah, we're going to not put devotion on our platform. And like he's the only person in the room. It's like what we you're. Yeah, I mean, like it, that is if they want to do business in China. Right. That's the that's the problem. And um, it's like saying, well, what about us? The rest of the world? <laughs> Like we we want to see that game, okay. Well, maybe not me personally, but then like you know, like there's people that in the rest of the world that wants to see that game. After many receiving many messages from gamers, we have decided not to list the game in our store. Like it's it's nobody said this, nobody at all said this, and this is another. This was like the last thing for Red Candle to be able to get maybe any money at all <laughs> for this game and now they're just stuck and stuck with nothing yeah they're stuck with nothing so like i fucking cd projects on fire like the worst possible time when two things just happen to happen back to back you know this is starting to remind me like like oh look EA and Blizzard and uh, Activision Blizzard and well, I guess I I don't know about Ubisoft, but then like they're like saying, hey, you want to have a seat right here? That's what it seems like (laughs) to CD Projekt Red. And I feel like it's heading into that direction. Yeah. Um, 
I I want to say that like this sort of thing when it comes to devotion, it's its own. You kind of have to like set that aside to also what is going on. It, it's it's one of those, and also there's this going on on the good old game side, which is also GD Project Red. But whoever like made the decision, I we don't know. I like uh, unless there's someone that can do some heavy digging of this of who was the person that made this decision we don't know we're gonna have to go through like in in-house emails but um i <laughs> along with this this more makes me want to point the finger at like all the management because like management and I don't want to say give like off the the wrong titles like COOs and shit like that or whoever like all of them are like making the worst decisions um, right now. So their reputation got tarnished. Um, is but and like as far as for like just no they I didn't this game look if we're the CD, Witcher uh, for Cyberpunk was is a like great series but it, just, it also had bugs and that's one of the things of like it, it, it needed more fixed. time. Or and I and, think like, it was game and of the or, year one time. There's both. So um, I'm just sitting that, back and waiting uh, with on Redemption Tale. Not hot fixes with patch Project updates Red. and stuff like that. The you. same thing with Witcher Three. If the world was like, super trash, it'll get if the better world over time. But I would have got we're my at the point just like everybody with, else because The Witcher Three did so, not come out as I'm busted stupid also. like this. So, but um, let's not acknowledge. Let's not. We're just gonna have to see if they're gonna be able to deliver on their um. On that's, that's what how well they've been doing updates for other titles. So here's here's the question that I have for everybody. Despite hearing all this, but their their past um um I would say reputation of the de- uh de- delivering on their fixes and stuff like that, and like and their transparency on a lot of things. What do you? How do you guys feel about their repu- uh, uh on how you see in their reputation? Tarnished. That means you, you brought them down to zero. Uh, I'll say that like um, the fact that once again their their workforce and this is like this happens in a lot of development teams where like they get through get put through a mandatory crunch and shit like that but like they did it again with this game and it's just their reputation has just been brought down like I as much as like it's one of those like I'll, I'll keep playing the game but it's in the back of my mind like the it, people got worked like dogs on this and it the fact that like 
the game even wasn't finished when even after like a, a almost a year of being pushed back, they might as well have just pushed it back even more. But even then, like they still would have been put on crunch probably yet again if they even pushed it back even further. So just as a company like this, it just fucking sucks. I It, it brings it down for me. Yeah, I think I think personally, like maybe I'm a little bit different, but like I, I don't know if I ever necessarily consider um I guess a company having a reputation for me as much as I'd like if it's something like obviously that's like you know, if you're talking about, for example, crunch time and stuff like that, that's a whole different story. Like that's people kind of like possibly taking advantage of their workers and stuff. But I don't really again, I don't know what their situation is. They might have been getting paid a bunch of overtime for all i know they might have said they wanted to they might have said they didn't i have no idea if they came out with that if i found out what that was that might change things but in terms of like making games or not making games in terms of like games themselves i'm usually the person that um i'm more of like everybody proves to me that they're good at making a game every single time they make a game so like as much as you know, I could hear that Witcher 3 is amazing and then like Cyberpunk 2077 is terrible. <laughs> to me, it's all the same thing. It's just like, okay, well, let's see if they prove to me this time that the game is good. Next time, maybe this get, they'll make a Cyberpunk, you know, 20, 2078. Who knows? And it might be freaking amazing. And I don't think that necessarily says anything about what they did this time, except for maybe they learned something or this time doesn't say anything about what they'll do next time. So... I just think of it as like, it's kind of a, I guess like it sounds like it's a disappointment. I don't know. Personally, I'm not going to say that until I play it, but um, I mean, I already have my money and height, you know, thankfully I picked it. They have my money and I picked the platform that wasn't kind of like the big fact, the big problem, apparently from what I've heard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I, thankfully I didn't pick that platform. So I won't do I don't think I'll do the refund. I might give it some time to just flesh out and like even have fix a bunch of bugs and stuff like that. But I mean, I wouldn't say they're not in my, they're out of my good graces or anything like that. I'm just kind of like, I guess we'll see next time. I, uh, I, it's more uh, like for me that like, I come, I compare it to like, you know, what was this food made out of? It was made out of the blood, sweat, and tears of like people being overdriven and work. Like, like you could you could make that comparison, but like, like we've been pointing out all of the like the crunch time and the hard, uh, the harsh work conditions that de- development companies have been going going through, and like how many times like does it take for like for one person i i and overall that's two different questions i would say because one's more specific and then one's like more overall and i guess that's uh it's a morality sort of thing with people which is kind of weird to point out but like knowing i guess like knowing after the fact with witcher 3 that like that game was severely crunched and that game came out with a bunch of bugs, but it was better later on. And that's when I played it was when it was well after the game was was done. I was like, uh, OK, like I see that, like all that hard work, it really paid off to make a good game. But then at what cost now in this one with you have people coming out saying that they're sort of like 
overtime uh, some of their some of the services being offered are uh, uh are therapy because of this shit like th- that's no like that shouldn't be a thing so that's that's why like learning it in the midst of like when the game is coming out that's why like it f- feels more heavy for me to like oh yeah that's what i was saying it. like and the, I, if it's something so moral that's different like the crunch time i get i guess the question i would have in general is like what do you as do far about as producing that? Do you the product like, like it's the quality of the product what's that the quality of the product is more what you're talking about for the company no, yeah i'm saying like that's one thing if you say like moral stuff then i get that then that's something you can hold against the company but like if they're overworking people but if it's like just oh this game is buggy or this game is janky to me that's something that's just like okay they're gonna have to next time they're gonna prove it well they're either gonna show and prove or they're not just like they did this time so that's the part that i try not to like personally carry over because honestly like the interesting thing is do you pay do you what's the what's the result of hypothetically somebody's reputation getting tarnished do you not give them money or do you give them money next time because if you don't give them money in a way that's kind of like you know if you're excited about cyberpunk but you hear about the crunch you say okay i'm not buying it let's say everybody doesn't buy it then all that work that they went through is for like not for nothing but for nobody to buy the game i think at that if you do you feel like you're kind of supporting it so it's kind of a weird sort of do i or don't it is but like like after this one and i I guess this is the last thing i'll say about it is that um because of the burning fire that is CD Projekt Red right now and like the 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 riots outside and stuff even the riots inside Mm -hmm. with the developer development team like um the uh it comes down to like when they like the patches they're like they'll work on that and like after development and stuff whatever they're gonna do for like their next game if they end up making one um is like that that is then the um their first trailer or the announcement of their um their next game or whatever and then how much of a feedback of a positive response they get from it yeah so like because sharpie pointed out that like a lot of their stuff the a lot of the market uh, money they put in you could see that it was put into marketing this game so then when they put their if they are going to put any sort of revenue into uh marketing their next game like for the first time and they see that people just either are not as hyped for it or they just don't care about it then they they see that like oh shit has to change like yeah. that shouldn't be the that shouldn't be the point for when they're putting the spe- starting to spend money on the next game of course but like that that's where that's where they'll see the hit i think with with like the quote tarnished reputation yeah yeah i think i think for me i think the the repu- reputation it's not fully uh it's not as low as i was uh thinking because um what would really hurt them i think is they say like oh by the way we're gonna have cosmetic items that you can buy and like you know here are some microtransactions um I, I, f- I mean, we say that so we think about Activision. Yeah, about I know exactly. That's what I mean. Like, if, you, if they start I mean, doing that, when they said that, they won't. But do you feel like, again, the question is, what does that translate to? 
Is it that there's like people who are like, I don't like this and they complain and then a bunch of people still buy it? I assume that's probably the case. That's probably why they never stopped doing it. I, I yeah, no, but that's what the, that's the reputation portion. But right? what is that? That doesn't change anything, though. I guess is the problem. Well, uh, well hey, it's like if I'm there's actually, a vocal inner minority. Sorry, go ahead. Good. I'm gonna bring up a more re- like uh, a more relatable uh, sort of like uh, theoretical with this, as far as for like ruining the, the the or tarnishing the reputation, which is what if that one point, say like a month at like a month after the release date which is actually coming up in like 20 days or something like that. They said, okay, this is the last, last patch for the game. And they just stopped working on it. Wait, that's what you're asking. What about that? Probably would like, I could see that making people, if it doesn't feel like that's going to be enough to get the game to where it needs to be, I can see people being like, okay, I'm just not buying your next game. Actually. Okay. So I, that, that's a little bit unreasonable in the time frame, but like say that when they release yeah, yeah. it for PS5, like they do, they do that upgrade for like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. When they do drop that, then they say, "All right, we're not doing any more updates to the game," because in their previous titles, they have well, Witcher bit, Two, they bit, did. Little, it. Little, I don't know about the Witcher. Little, no, they did their little, enhanced little. edition, which fixed a bunch of shit. Witcher Two enhanced edition, <laughs> they fixed a bunch of shit. Um, I'm and sorry, then, that like, was Witcher that E40 in me because I watched the put out a lot of updates afterwards <laughs> that fixes the game, like mm-hmm. years after. So then, Cyberpunk, what now? Like three months after or uh, March or something like that, I think is when the PS5 Xbox Series is supposed to get their game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they just stop right there. So I think that would be a more relatable, probably, I wouldn't say realistic, but like it's more of a relatable thing for the company because they they stopped doing whatever they were good for doing with their past few games. Sure. So would that tarnish the reputation for you, Sharpie? Nah. Yeah, probably. I'm good. I, I mean, I have yet to experience it with them yet. So, like, if they did that, then I will know. And I think that f- falls like for two of us actually, because lady, you didn't play Witcher Three, and same thing with you, Sharp uh, uh, T. No, lady, you didn't play Witcher Three at all. Somebody's gonna say, uh, "Oh my god!" Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> a little double, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I, I think that would that would really that would really do it. Well, at least you're not falling down like how Blizzard went from king to like peasants when it comes to reputation. So. We'll have. I'm still. I'm still keeping an eye on them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna be keeping an eye on this. Uh. But. Uh, <laughs> do you guys want to talk about Nintendo World? Something at least happy. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think that. I think this. This is a pretty long podcast, and I think this was a pretty interesting one too. Okay. I'm excited for Nintendo World. <laughs> <laughs> after I'm just gonna say after watching that video, I'm like, I'd go once and that would probably be good. I don't I don't know if it looked it looks cool. 
I don't know if it looks like oh my god cool for me personally that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. alright well let's start closing this out Zeldrak what are you going to be up to this next week um I uh I'll be playing I might put more Destiny 2 on stream uh we'll see uh um, I kind of I want to okay. um I downloaded. Uh, I mean, at Cold least, Rain. anyways, I want to like do some of like the weekly stuff and uh, see if I can get some good uh, good numbers progressing uh, the after story sort of sort of stuff. Something. I'm bouncing around the idea it, it of cannot be cyber uh, playing AC Odyssey on stream again. Uh, um, since uh, the last time I did it was I don't a while know, but ago. We gonna play some. And uh, <laughs> it check me out at well lady underscore with, infamous um, four one five. And uh, uh, thank you so much then, for joining but, us. And uh, we gonna see you next AC time. Odyssey is something Happy that holidays. I've been really wanting to uh, to play again. So, um, but uh, I will play some more cyberpunk on stream as well. So, uh, you can catch me on Twitch and on Twitter at uh, Zeldrick. And also, I am doing a um, a more uh, weekly schedule sort of thing. Um, uh, When my days are off during the week, like it'll change. Um, But I I tend to announce them every Sunday night. No, 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 Um, no, no. You can you can catch that on my Twitter. Nah, if he no, he not no, he not because he is not with those commitment. He's not with those commitment games. How are you gonna play Death Stranding before he plays fucking Red Dead? Fucking Red Dead too. You you finished it? Okay, okay, I'll give it. I'll, I'll, okay. I- <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna play need for speed heat again uh having a lot of fun with that and then i'm gonna also do some more of the pathless so i'll definitely finish that this week and probably spend a bunch of time doing um more game maker studio stuff too still kind of figuring out how to make a game in that in that system so um, and then I think like I actually might try to do like a l- just some demos and stuff like that. Some random demos that I can find. Oh, and I got Death Stranding. So I might try that um, game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you did get Death Stranding and you're going to play that cyberpunk uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I I. The thing is, is that I will give uh, Unsheathed Productions the benefit Man, of the doubt on this one because uh, he does like a good story. Wait, how long, Zeldrick, real quick, how long do you remember you playing? I don't. I can't tell you. <laughs> I really can't tell you. You don't think so? It, okay. No, it, it, I know it was less time than Red Dead 2. Yeah. Definitely less Which time. Which I'll than get Red to Dead. eventually. <laughs> uh yeah we'll see i mean yeah, if anything i might Cyberpunk try update oh I, uh, I heard about it. i don't know exactly what it is though, um, but yeah. well, what i can say to you is that like you can just keep going with like the main story like you really don't need to do 
even a fraction of like the side stuff for uh Death oh yeah Stranding. probably will but like yeah. if you do it's more like your reward is th- like more pl- more plot or more overworld stuff like telling you stuff so like it's more of how much are you committed to like learning more about the story gotcha probably not much yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i'll probably kind of go through the main story mainly but that if anything i might give i won't like i guarantee you i won't get super fixated on that and try to finish it by next week but i might give it a try for like an hour or two so but if people want to check me out i'm at twitch.tv slash unsheath p and on twitter at unsheath p also on youtube at unsheath productions and for me, I'm going to be playing, well, I'm going to play probably like one or two levels of Ghost Runner and probably going to be, what was it? Oh, I might actually uh, open up Dragon Quest Eleven off stream and just start playing that. And maybe some Mafia 2 Definitive Edition now that we have like a beefy ass video card and I benchmarked it and I was like, oh, shoot. This is this is this actually runs pretty well on like max settings, like better than I was uh, than I had when I had t- the 1080. So I might actually do that off or on, on stream. And yeah, you can find me on the YouTubes. You can find my live channel on YouTube and you can find my uh, normal channel on YouTube too. just look up J Sharpie. And yeah, that is it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. And recording. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please, 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 please like, favorite, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening to on. It only takes two seconds, maybe not even two seconds to do so, especially if you're on a mobile device. Just tap on that like button. If you got friends that like these diverse gaming conversations, share the podcast with your friends too. See you guys next week.